Hey everyone and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter and joining me on this episode is Matt. I'm the right hand of doom. <laughs> and Tim's also here. And Tim... Yeah, I don't <laughs> Yes? I, don't, I was just going to say I don't have anything clever to say. <laughs> you're, the, you're the crown of flames. We could tell. The crown of flames. The Anung Un Rama of the podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, God. Yeah, uh, so so Tim, <laughs> Tim being here is relevant um, because Tim happens to be a super fan of the thing we're about to talk about today. Uh, or more specifically, the, the property it's based on. Because we're going to talk about Hellboy, the new Hellboy movie. We had two Hellboy movies in the 2000s from Guillermo del Toro. But we have a reboot. Um, and, and don't forget, we had two animated movies as well. So it was Sword a total of four movies. Dope. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Tim, I can't forget what I never knew existed. Uh, Sword of Storms is is the... That's not the, the one set in Japan, right? No, that is. Okay. Yeah, that one's yeah, dope. And, I have that one. Yeah, and then uh, Blood and Iron is the, uh, the other one, which is really yeah. good, too. That one has werewolves in it. How come I've never seen it, Tim? <laughs> well, I... I'll show it to you next time we're here. I'll okay, cool. <laughs> so here's the thing. So so we'll start spoiler-free, as we always do, and we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers halfway through. Tim's a huge fan of the comics. has read every Tellboy comic, every BPRD comic, and mm-hmm. just about anything related. Numerous spin-offs. I refer to it as the... Well, I mean, I, I think it's uh, a lot of people do, but the uh, Mignola-verse, uh, sure. as they call it. I've pretty much read every you know, book that's come out of that. So just to put this in perspective, before Tim went to the theatre to see the new Hellboy movie, he posted on Twitter uh, a series of Hellboy pins and said, which Hellboy pin should I wear to the movie? He has a set of them. He has more than one. And, and James beat me to my answer, which was all of them. <laughs> so. I... I have a weird thing with pins because I don't like wearing stuff that kind of weighs me down. And I feel like usually, although these were really nice, I didn't realize how uh, easy yeah. they were. But sometimes I wear like the ones and it kind of just feels like your shirt's like sagging or something. But yeah. I just ended up going with the one that was, uh, you know, his face, uh, which was yeah, sure. uh, uh, a really good one. But I basically, the, you know, obviously we all like comics and stuff. So we have like our, you know, individual fandoms. And I don't know if you guys have specific characters like this, but um, like Hellboy is the one. Uh, character where I'm like any piece of merchandise like I'll buy like that's kind of my rule like I mean as long as it's not super expensive but anytime I see like you know an action figure a pin um you yeah, know whatever I was going to say Tim, thing. there was a Hellboy car for sale uh, there's a Ferrari with a big horn <sighs> and I feel like you <sighs> act like he doesn't own it <laughs> I've been to Tim's house um but yeah, yeah like I, I I mean there's other characters I'd like to do that for as well but then you, you just end up going broke I, but uh I, almost... I, I used to, and then Zack Snyder happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I almost true. want a movie of, like, Tim's wife, like, sees, like, some expensive Hellboy merch and then tries to shield Tim from knowing it exists. So she, she runs around <laughs> the house, trying to, like, you know, cut off the internet, make sure there's no evidence of it existing because, well, she, she, you know, doesn't want all the savings well, being spent on it. Well, the, I mean, the funny thing is, is she does do that, uh, but uh, the, re- the reason why she does that, though, is so, so she can get them uh, for me as gifts. Because oh. when they I, – I, I'm kind of – I don't really like those Funko Pops. I, I'm, I'm against them, but when they started releasing <laughs> as the Hellboy I, ones – As am I. When, when they released the Hellboy ones, I was kind of like, ah, should I get these? And then I asked my wife. I was like, ah, I'm usually not into the Pops, but I don't know. Should I get these? And she was like very like flatly like, no. No, I don't. I don't think you should get them, which is weird because we usually have the bad habit of like supporting each other. Like, hey, should I buy this stupid thing that we don't need? And, and we'll usually be like, yes. And so I was like, oh, that's weird that she's like very much against these out of everything. <laughs> How and then dare of course, she be supportive. <laughs> it was all yeah. rude. But then of course, it, yeah, it, she got the whole set for me for my birthday. So it was like, oh, okay, yeah. I see. <laughs> and then and she also even um she crochets a lot and she crocheted me a hellboy too so i even have like original pieces <laughs> that of <laughs> hellboy merch you can't get anywhere else yeah. well that sets up tim's fandom uh quite easily <laughs> uh or, or more, more more accurately i should say it sets up tim's bias uh here early on how dare you <laughs> which i think is relevant for this discussion so I want to give you my history uh, with, with the, the franchise, which is I've only read like one or two volumes of Hellboy. Really liked them. Thought the books were really good. Um, that that was in the last few years. I don't like the original movies. I don't like Del Toro's two movies. And one of the reasons why I was excited about this movie uh, early on, conceptually, this is before the trailers hit, <laughs> was because 
they claimed they were going to go with a R-rated horror-focused movie. And I thought, yes, the thing I liked about the book when I tried it was the atmosphere. It was the there was the slow building, like you know, almost Lovecraftian kind of feeling to it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the trailer came out, and it was like rock music playing with one-liners, and I was just like, this just looks like a watered-down version of the previous films. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously, I I really really like the first two Del Toro movies. Uh, the you know the first one introduced me to the world of Hellboy, so I really like that. And then the second one, I just think is phenomenal. It's and it's also it's also worth time. mentioning but... your other fandom is Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> love the man, yeah, love everything everything he's done. So that's a perfect uh, fit. Now, uh, so obviously, a lot of people wanted him to do a third movie, which you know didn't end up happening for you know whatever number of reasons. So I was definitely bummed about that, but. Uh, I was excited for this new reboot because everything they were saying about it before the trailer came out sounded amazing on paper. You have Neil Marshall directing, who, you know, I, I think we're both like really big fans of The Descent. Yep. Um, and I also love Dog Soldiers. So I was like, oh, that seems like a perfect fit. He could do a cool, yeah, like R-rated horror movie version. And then, yeah, they keep talking about, oh, we're going to go to the comics and everything because uh, I love um, – Again, the, the first two Del Toro movies, I think they do a great job of like kind of recreating the atmosphere of the comic, but they don't really follow the story that well. So the idea that the you know going back to the roots of the comic books actually sounded really interesting. But then, like you said, that first trailer came out, and ooh man, it seemed like they're really trying to like Suicide Squad it up. Like, it, it, you know? yeah, that's the comparison, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, so you know, and then the buzz wasn't that good. Got leading up to it, you know, I think the the, the Rotten Tomato score was about ten percent <laughs> when the, the morning <laughs> the movie came out. Uh, so you know, we we all went off to see the movie, and I came home and I saw that Tim on Twitter had <laughs> taken a photo of his of his letterboxed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was his rating of hell the new hellboy and so usually i ask what you what you feel about it but I, I want to introduce it with this it was a photo of his of his letterbox where he'd rated hellboy and it was five stars and some obnoxious caption which i can't remember <laughs> well, well I, I rated it five stars and then for the review i just put five stars baby <laughs> <laughs> My response to that was, oh, Tim, we're going to dance on this because... Uh, that's why I'm here. Yes, that's why That's why Matt's here. It's not that Matt's uh, usually... I mean, Matt's a regular on 1.21 gigawatts anyway, but I mean, that's neither here nor there. This I'm... movie is a mess, and I, I'm starting with that. It is a goddamn mess. Do you know what it reminded mm-hmm. me of? It reminded me of The Mummy, the 2017 Mummy starring Tom Cruise. It had the same rushed plot where nothing was really setting in. It was kind of rushing through the thing, so there was no atmosphere or build or tension, and like just the, the constant backstory. Like there's so many scenes in this movie with flashbacks, where there's just constant narration <laughs> over-explaining the convoluted history that set up all this crap. So, Ugh. I, I'll agree that it's a mess, but mm-hmm. I'll also add, but I had a ton of fun. It's like going on bumper cars. <laughs> like you no. might end up with an injury right but you're gonna have fun with that injury so no i i mean i agree 100 percent. like i you know that that litter boxing i was being a little cheeky and i, I was kind of trying to counteract like the i think insanely negative oh. reviews because like i mean I, I i agree with you guys this movie like it's a complete mess and it's not a good movie it's not well made it's like 50 comic book stories jammed in one like the pacing's off there's never any time to breathe it's yep. the cgi is pretty bad but <laughs> it's still five stars <laughs> yeah it's still five stars because i had a gigantic you know ass eating uh, smile on my face well, the whole time <laughs> ass eating smile that's okay. on your face <laughs> uh, you you are the destroyer of all things. God damn, Jim. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I and it, like I saw it with three of my friends, and we oh, were like, actually, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on. Uh, hold on, I have to ask a question here, Tim. Yeah. When you say ass eating smile, is this the spell you you have when you're getting your ass eaten, or when you're eating someone else's ass? No, no, I no, did not sign up this, for this. This, <laughs> this is this is uh what this is the smile your ass has after it it oh. just got eaten. <laughs> Okay, after it got eaten. Okay. Oh, good lord. Hey Matt, do you want to guest on Scream After hey, the Midnight? No. Hey, this is this is a little 
I mean, you know, the, this movie is a little vulgar. Let's. It was. <laughs> oh, big time. The, the best oh, thing, the best thing I could say about this movie is just some of the. I mean, it felt kind of tacked on in a weird way, but like I did at least kind of enjoy the 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 gore, the like the various monsters like killing people and stuff. Like, okay, that was kind of fun. Just yeah. Yeah. See, I, I'm not like I'm only familiar with Hellboy from from the movies. I I bought Hellboy in Mexico a while ago, but I haven't had time to read it. Right, but I only read, I only got it because I was at the bookstore, and it said uh, Hellboy versus Luchadors, and I was like, I'm, I have to buy this. So, um, I, now are are the comics this grisly, violent, or is that a Neil Marshall thing? Um, well, they do get like a, I, I don't think they're as um, what do you call it, like a exploitive uh. Yeah. Like, uh, they, cause they do get violent, but it's usually not like in your face gore. And yeah. also like a lot of the times with the kind of art, like, um, you know, whether it's Mignola or like, uh, you know, Richard Corbin or, you know, Duncan, uh, for Grado, um, like the, they're not the kind of artists that are, they're not like shock artists, you know, like, right. so, you know, people might get stabbed and stuff, but it's not like it's classy. when they do, there's a. Yeah, like the, there's not giant fountains of blood or anything. Yeah, like that, like, like in this, and that 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 put me off yeah. of this because I'm not a big fan of gore. Like it, it's icky. I was it. So don't think this though. By the time that the main gory sequence happened, because there's, there's one kind of main big scene was a lot of gore. It's kind of like two thirds in, maybe a bit further than that. Um, oh sure. I think by that point, because I was like so like done with the movie, I was just like, this is a mess. It's just moving so fast. I don't care about any of these characters. Like I th- I thought, you know, the main sidekick girl. I didn't get the names up on. Uh, uh, Alice. Was it Alice? Alice? Yeah. Um, yeah. like I thought, like she, like I-, I could tell what they were going for with her, but I just didn't think she was that interesting. I thought Daniel Day Kim, who's of course from Angel, the spinoff of the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer, is doing this really weird English accent, like the whole movie, and he's not English, you know. No, that's uh, Are you sure? uh, that he's. <laughs> I- I'm fairly uh, certain he's not English. He he was on Angel. Yes, he was on Angel. What do you mean? Am I sure? Of course, I'm sure he's on Angel. I didn't say, "Are you sure?" I said, <laughs> "I know him from Lost." Yeah, that's what I thought. Of yeah, he's on Lost yeah, as well. But... In, in Hawaii Five O, yeah. like, was he like one of the Wolf? Matt, if you not met me, do you not know my bet? I do things where it connects to Buffy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I am just being incredulous that he was on Angel. Yeah. Yeah, he was a lawyer. He was, that, he was a Wolf in Heart. He was one of the lawyers. Uh, gotcha. Okay. It's been forever since I've seen Angel. I wasn't yeah. doubting. Pete. Calm down, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, it was just the way you were saying. But he's more commonly known from Lost. Like I'm aware of that, but like my whole thing is that I, I connect things to Buffy. <laughs> that's, but, that's what I do. So, so, I so a, lot, a lot of the gore <laughs> turned me off, but I, I am here for the monster designs because that yeah. was cool. Those giants—I've never seen giants like that before. <laughs> uh, the Baba Yaga—that's uh, gonna Baba be Yaga's. <laughs> that that was definitely uh, probably my favorite part in, like, in the movie. Out of and, anything that felt like Guillermo del Toro, that was the most because Guillermo del Toro has a very distinct way he dreams up monsters. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you've mm-hmm. seen a lot of his movies, there's almost a thread that you can tell what's a, a GDT styled monster. Yeah. None of these are those, but that one feels close with oh, just the creepy body proportions and the way that it's herky jerky. Mm-hmm. Like, I like yeah, I like know, and, I like some of them. I didn't like others. I thought Baba Yaga looked really just kind of cheap and like typical you, makeup kind of thing. Do you? Yeah, like uh, unfortunately, you know, like some of the stuff, like the CGI and the, the makeup, wasn't always great. Mm-hmm. But I, I just really liked what they did with the character. Do you know who uh, who played Baba Yaga? Pete? I actually, I don't, th- I don't think Matt's gonna know. But I actually nope. uh, didn't, I didn't recognize who it was. Or maybe I'll, I'll know when you say. <laughs> Well, it's the I, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know the 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 specific actor's name, but it's the person who played uh, Pretzel Jack in um, uh, what you might call it, uh, Channel Zero, the last season. Oh, I never watched the last season. <laughs> so he doesn't know either. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Toby. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh wow, you messed up, dude. So, that season was good. Well, season three was but, terrible though. Which is why I didn't see season four. <laughs> well, season four picked it back up. Jesus okay. Christ. So, so before Pete goes on a tirade of all the things that made him angry, <laughs> I just want to say there are some bright spots in here for me as as a non Hellboy big fan like Tim. I love David Harbour as Hellboy. I like, did a good job. Yeah, sure. Harbour's, there, there was Harbour's dependable. There, there was something to him that I forgot. That's the sheriff from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he was just Hellboy. Um, so, and I, I don't think it was just the makeup. I just feel like that's the one thing I feel the script really nailed was mm-hmm. was him. And uh, and then I liked Ian, Mc, uh, Ian McShane as his as his dad because it was a he was basically Ian, Ian McShane. It was completely different from the Guillermo <laughs> version, you yeah. know. But there was this loving bastard persona that that I really liked and their relationship I felt was was really well handled. Uh, a Niles uh, Calder-esque yeah. kind of character you may say. Oh. Sure. Doom Patrol. A thing that I won't watch <laughs> now. Tim knows who Niles Calder is. That was more for Tim. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. I haven't been but, watching the show but I look forward yeah. to it. Uh, so th- those two bright spots I, I thought really drove mm-hmm. home and then how how it played with folklore, because I'm a big fan of that type of stuff. And again, not not that familiar. Uh, as soon as this was over, I messaged Tim and go, okay, how much <laughs> of this is in the books? Because I like what they did with like the Baba Yaga and giants and the history of Britain and you know the the beast of you know uh, with the book beast of revelation from uh, the Bible and stuff. And I feel like the script does do a good job at weaving those in and out. When it's not concerned with all these other little things, I, I that will. That's like the Blood Queen. I will also start with some positives. I'll give you the, the two or three positives I have. Mm-hmm. Some of the gore was fun, although I don't necessarily think it was what I wanted. Like I wanted a classier, darker horror movie, but yeah. Um, but at that point, I was like, okay, at least this is kind of something I can enjoy, and I just a, a face value sort of level. Um, Harbor was fine. Um, I kind of like the pig character. I thought he was kind of funny. Yeah. Grawick. Yeah. I never know how to say it, but yeah, it's like yeah, Grawick or something. Yeah, it's Celtic. Yeah. Connor would probably know. He'd probably he's is. of those people. He's, he's of the fairy folk. <laughs> so, he's probably in the theaters right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is definitely a movie for Connor. I'm going to have to message him. <laughs> you know, I, I, I kind of like that. Um, here, Here's what I really didn't like, though. Um, I, I thought the villain was terrible. I thought Mila Jovovich was just like... And I don't even necessarily think she's a bad actress in general, but I thought like all of her dialogue in this and her delivery of it just felt so th- going through the motions. It's like here's generic like villain who comes from the past with like yeah, it's it's very broad strokes, and I get what her mission was, and I get her relationship with Hellboy, but it's just it's like as shallow as a shower. Like I felt like it should have been developed more, and she could have done more. But like the Blood Queen sucked. The, 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 there's, there's, there's probably there's, there's yeah. plot elements in this where they, they revealed something, and I hated it. And it's probably fine. Like if those reveals are from the book, they're probably much better yeah. in the book, where the book spends time building up the intrigue to make them pay off. Yeah. But in this, like it pulled like things out of like you know British legend out of nowhere out of yeah. its ass, and I'm like, wait, what? This is connected to Hellboy? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I think the I actually do think it is kind of similar to how some stuff is portrayed in the book because like the book plays off of so much like folklore and stuff and like there'll be things that it's kind of hard to describe but like when you read the book you kind of just go with it and i think it's easier to convey like in comic book form part of this is based off of the the wild hunt right that that story and that story is how many issues is that is that four or five uh wild hunt is i think that's actually eight yeah okay because you a little longer. I pulled up the wiki on it just to compare, and it's a long wiki. So yeah. like, I, I almost feel like they could have just focused on the wild hunt instead of trying to take in other parts. Like, don't get me wrong, my favorite part of the movie is the open in Tijuana where he fights yeah. the vampire luchador. One of my biggest problems with the movie actually is that I think the first like thirty minutes is almost inconsequential to the rest of it. Like, yeah, because well, yeah. there's a whole there's a whole plot. The actual hunt part where he goes to Britain and there's yeah. like you know the, the giants to fight and stuff, like. Outside of a couple of foreshadowing things, like that entire plot feels irrelevant because it's almost like right after that where you know uh, Ian McShane and the other characters come in and say, "Hey, Hellboy, this thing you were here for—that's not that big a deal. There's something much bigger yeah. going on." Because because the actual plot of the movie is that the Blood Queen's got the pig character collecting her body parts to reform her and right. take over the world. You know, like that's the, that's yeah, the plot of the movie. Release a plague. And, yeah, the, and yeah, and, and it ties into Arthurian legend because in the beginning you see. You know, Ian McShane's telling the story of how Arthur stopped yeah. the Blood Queen and, that, and, and, you know, and quartered her body, etc. I love that stuff. That stuff looked they terrible, just, though. I hated how that oh, scene Oh, yeah, looked. it looked terrible. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> the idea in the story. Like, yeah. I like that idea for a story, and then they don't land the execution whatsoever because I never feel there's a struggle for Hellboy to stop the Grawick from obtaining these body parts. Yeah. Like, there's... 
Hellboy's never too late to stop him. It's just all of a sudden, the next time you see the Blood Queen, she's only missing a leg. You know, and yeah, yeah it looks creepy, but it, I, mean, I mean, I mean, it, I wonder if they only thought that they were gonna get a chance of like one movie because like, yeah. these could have been like your Infinity Gems, like you could have had like eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I think that is like definitely like you know a, a big problem is. Um, and, and again, I, I think it works better in a comic book page. You can have these kind of bigger stories and get away with, you know, kind yeah. of like, you know, not letting stuff breathe as much. Cause you kind of, when you're reading a comic, you know, you put the stuff like together in your head as you're reading panels you and stuff. And, but... and the panels can last as long as you want them to. If you want to focus on one yeah. panel, cause the panel like hits hard or it has a complex idea and it, you can sit and focus on it. In the movie, they have to just show it and they have to just sort of race through it. And the pacing is just all over the place. And, and... they never, yeah. Um, there, there's a revelation with Daniel D. Kim's character, Daimo, that <laughs> it's only like gradually hinted at. And I picked up on it. I would yeah. go. I would but, go. I would go as far as to say that it's not great. The first time they hint at it is so out of nowhere. There's just like a scene yeah. where it's like, wait, wait, what's going on? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has scars <laughs> on his face. All right. He's Nick Fury. Right. That's what I took from that initially. <laughs> and then it's not until it's the middle of the fight, and he starts doing stuff, and you're like, oh wait, is he? And then it pays off later. Yeah. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil stuff yet. But like, yeah, yeah. everything is so ham-fisted. It almost like they wrote it with the right hand to do. And they also, they you also know? do do this thing where like they, they feel like they're setting up like character themes that they never actually explore. Like I think they set up this idea that Hellboy might even be tempted to side with the villain because he mm. is this misunderstood monster and everyone looks at him differently. Everyone treats him differently. And maybe everyone's assuming she's evil, but maybe she's not. And it, obviously, it's fine that that's not ultimately the ending because obviously we have to have a villain and we have to have you know right. the, the journey. But I feel like after. After, like one confrontation with his father that whole like thought line of thinking was just dropped completely it was, yeah. it was like they just ignored it for the rest of the film again again it's the execution there's ideas at play that i like i like that idea of him being at odds like am i supposed to be this destroyer or can i save everything arguably the biggest problem sure. with it is that maybe as well it shouldn't have been in the first movie that's like have him yeah. doubt like if he's on the right side in the second movie after yeah. they've established because because mm -hmm. they established in the movie that he's been doing this for the bprd for years you know there's a flashback to yeah. when the pig guy was like you know a, a kid size yeah. and i'm like <laughs> like yeah well like well you know because this is yeah, uh, 27 years ago i did the math in the theater because alice is a, is a baby so like her backstory yeah. actually uh so He's been doing this for at least thirty years, like actively as like an agent. Well, and he's and he's been around since the end of World War Two because we get uh, yeah. his origin a little bit again. Oh sure, yeah. Um, which I love. We'll talk oh, about that in spoiler. Yeah. I yeah. I pop for that. Which um, <laughs> you know, and who, who knows? Like, how long has he been an active agent? I know in the comics he's been yeah. an active agent since like the forties or something like that. But yeah, that's what. So well, I, who knows how he ages and whatnot? But we know he's been around since the end of World War Two, and they even cover up his dad not aging. Because of the stuff that happened there, which again, I like that, you know. Um, and, and it's it's kind of like if you think about it, the like um, a lot of the story is mostly coming from uh, I would say two books, which would be uh, the Darkness Calls and uh, the Wild Hunt storylines. But those right. are like volumes eight and nine of the series. So yeah, like well, you're definitely like you know those are like later stories that if you did want to set up more of a franchise there's a lot of earlier stuff you could have gone back to right. so and done that first but isn't the, isn't with hellboy though you can read them kind of in any order like they kind of do standalone but you um, get more out of it if you do read them in order well i i would say is uh there's there's a lot of standalone stuff because uh, like sometimes magnola like he'll you know, just do like, you know, a, a one shot or like, you know, a two issue thing or like just like a 10 page storyline. So, um, but there is like the kind of lore building ones. Okay. So, you know, it, it, it depends. I mean, I think they're all pretty reader friendly. If you like, you know, like some people get anal about needing to know every little specific yeah. thing. Um, so it, it depends on the kind of reader you are, but okay. I think, you know, for the most part, like it, it helps to you can kind of jump in anywhere but it definitely helps to read them in order okay well then that that strengthens what you just said then that like this is later stuff and then maybe yeah. you should have started with something not so steeped sure. in yeah. the hellboy lore you know yeah because yeah. uh, you know the, the, the stuff with them fighting giants was was fun yeah. in terms of just the comedy action of it uh, yeah. but that's the section of the movie that i think is almost redundant like you could cut out all that stuff with the, there's yeah. a whole plot where he goes to you know 
the reason he goes to England in the first place, you can just cut that. Just you know, no Blood Queen's getting her body parts. We need to go to England now as a mission. Like just start yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I did love the. They have a giant problem in uh, England. What's the problem? Yeah. Giants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that type of stuff. That's what I like. And just the idea of Hellboy fighting giants and punching monsters. Mm. I'm there for. Like I had a lot of fun with all of that stuff. Um, yeah. I, I just think the that's CG, like... though, like we hit on that, and the theater I went to didn't have great cell service, and I didn't know if there's post credit scenes, so I sat through the credits. In <laughs> oh, I didn't. No oh. cell service. Can't sit on my phone. I'm reading oh, yeah. all of these visual effects yeah. artists. I'm like, all oh, y'all people work so hard, and it still looked like this. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what's the thing, Matt? It's it's not even about that. It's just like, sure, you may have had like you know 200 visual effects artists on the film, but it takes time to get good visual effects. If they were only paid yeah. for, you know a month when it's meant to be like yeah. three months of work and that's what you get you get subpar it, it yeah kind of like it kind of felt like this movie was kind of fast i, I don't know how long they were w- working on it but it kind yeah. of felt like after it was announced it was like pretty you know it wasn't like something that was announced and then like two years later the movie yeah. finally comes out it kind of was, like, was yeah. like announced and then it was like oh by the end of the year we're getting this like yeah i, I feel know. like we just found out harbor was playing hellboy like last year yeah, you know, but I know it was and probably then, longer ago, but it feels like it was yesterday. Well, yeah, and the, when they first revealed it, originally I think it was supposed to be in January that it was going to come out. Yeah, and then they delayed it a little bit, but still. a little bit. I remember actually, like, yeah, because because we, we, I remember being Connor for a long time. We're saying that this is going to get delayed heavily because we we got to like October before a trailer came out, and it was meant yeah. to be coming out. You know. Uh, that, but was it still January at that point? I don't know if it was, but I think they were saying so, or at least speculating. Yeah. Um, maybe they should have just released it in the dumping ground that is January. Maybe they should have done. done a little bit better. Um, yeah. I, I, that said, with the reviews, I feel 10% a, a, too, a little too low. I think there's it's, some... It's maybe not that you know, much of a train wreck, which yeah. 10% suggests, but it's definitely not yeah. like... It's not I'll say this. Not, not being a fan of the character, I enjoyed this far, far, far more than Batman versus Superman. And that might be because I'm a little bit more biased. Those are my... That's my fandom. Yeah. But, like, that movie to well, me they, was far more of a mess than this. Well, they, I think, like, my difference, and, like, obviously, you know, like, this is a character I feel very uh, attached to. So, right? you know, I, I, I should have a stake in this. But, I mean, my whole thing is, you know, they kind of, they swung for the fences. They, you know, tried to go big, and it's a gigantic mess. But it's, like, so bad that you can't help but have fun with it because it's just... yeah so over the top and stupid like right. if they went just a very generic middle of the road you know kind of movie where they played it safe and just tried to imitate the first two movies i think i would have been more angry with that because it's just yeah. like oh this is just, just whatever i i wish i you know got the feeling of fun like even though i'm not on a huge hellboy fan i had a lot of fun with it and i can't say that with the majority of the dc movies that we've gotten you know right. and i only bring that up because that that's my central fandom you know, like Suicide Squad, I, I looked over at my wife halfway through and go, I have no idea what's going on. You know, here, yeah, it was a mess, but I still could kind of follow what was yeah. what was going. There was enough of a thread. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a little bar to like hold it to, but... <laughs> well, I just... You know... I can yeah, kind like of, Tim said, you, you know, I can... Take- I can kind of follow the, the story progressions, not, you know, high praise. Yeah. <laughs> like... Well, no, it's because, yeah. it, again, you keep calling it this mess and this train wreck or car wreck, yeah. and, you know, well, at people, least this people, is the one you walk away from. I mean, people were, like, saying that it was, like, the worst comic book adaptation yeah. of all time. No, and... Venom exists. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not Venom. It, the, 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 worst, yeah. the worst comic book movie of all time, like, I, I will accept an argument for Batman v Superman. I honestly will. Um, yeah. Well, that, that's I just four. Yeah, yeah, four six. Pretty bad. This is not that bad. Yeah. I, I, there's parts of this I'd watch again. I asked my wife if she wanted to go because she likes David Harbor. Oh, and I already got the saw... pre-order. You know. oh, good job, Timmy. <laughs> oh, um, but so I, I asked her if she wanted to go, and she saw the Rotten Tomato score, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll skip." And <laughs> when it was done, I called her. It's, I was like, yeah, good call. You would have hated this. Um, just the gore and the story. She would have been bored. Yeah. Like, But that said, there are parts of this I want to watch again. And I'll probably end up buying the Blu-ray when it's cheap. You yeah. know? Uh, so, you know. But um, there's, there's spoilers I want to talk. Because there's stuff in here like, yeah, I, I that think... I got I gotta quiz Tim about. Well, so we'll, we'll fill spoilers <laughs> then. So fill spoilers for Hellboy uh, from this point on.
So uh, here's, the, here's the first thing I want to complain about in spoilers, right? Can, can, can I just say that I'm annoyed that you know, they're, they're rebooting Hellboy and did we have to do the dad dies story again, like in in the movie? Like I feel like this is this is becoming the Wayne's well, murder almost. It's like we have to kill off the father figure and. Um. Well, I, I mean, my argument for that would be, uh, well, like the difference, like with the Waynes or something, is like they they didn't do it the same way. I, I mean, I'm fine with him, like you know, dying again, but at least they did something different with it. Mm. Yeah, we got, yeah, the, we got... Well, that that and the, the flaming crown too. I was like. I'm gonna have to watch him snap his horns off again, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It made for a cool moment, but you know, like. Yeah, there was definitely some some beats they replayed, and I'm like, you can just avoided this. Yeah. That that said, I feel like they wanted like I feel like Neil Marshall wanted those moments. Yeah. I feel those were more for him than they were for anybody. Because again, so, I, feel like, yeah. I feel like his father dying does that play better in a second or third movie when we've already you know yeah. grown with him a bit. So, and possibly, yeah. yeah. You know what? This actually, can we, can we talk about that? We talked about Aquaman being overstuffed, and like there was enough stuff for multiple movies. <laughs> I almost feel this is the uh, uh, an easy comparison to make to that is That's Aquaman. True. I was like, there's a whole lot going on there that we could have paced ourselves out on. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So I, here, here's here's my question, Tim. Um, okay. <laughs> Dino, is he a yeah. jaguar? Is that is that what he was? That's a, it's exactly what he is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I mean, maybe one thing that's interesting to note is I don't think he ever actually appears in Hellboy. He's a BPRD character, which okay. at the time when he gets introduced, like, um, the books are pretty, like, separate. Like, at that point, gotcha. Hellboy is really doing his own thing. So, um, but I, I get why they went, they threw him in here because they probably just didn't want to redo Abe and Liz again, which is, yeah. is fine. Um, but I do feel like he doesn't really get that much to do. Like, it seems like they are building up to his, um, you know, to his transformation, but his transformation ultimately doesn't matter. Cause he kind of just gets his ass kicked. Like, yeah. you know, he, yeah. he fights that, for a that, while, but then that is one yeah. of my biggest pet peeves in movies and, and TV shows when they spend time building up like the secondary superhero, the secondary monster, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And they enter the final fight only to just get their ass kicked and not actually make any difference. Yeah. And it, it, it frustrates me because you spent all this time building. It's like, how am I supposed to come out of this movie thinking that's a cool character? Thinking this is, the, yeah. you know, someone I need in the next one because I don't. Yep. I was like, oh, like, man, he's he's in trouble now. The Grok's in huge trouble because this dude's a, a, a wear jaguar. Yeah. And then he just handles him, you know. Uh, and, yeah. and, yeah, that, that and was, there, there was no was tension. Really like, yeah. Well you see him like struggling and like almost hulking out and there's almost no tension to when he finally turns, you know, his legs trapped yeah. and like, oh, okay, here it comes. I think, you know, that's another problem I have with like reboots like this. It was, it's kind of like, um, how amazing Spider-Man just avoided doing J. Jonah Jameson. It's like, Oh, yeah. because it's not that long since the last set of movies, we kind of have to just, just to be, even though it's a major part of the characters to have J. Jonah yeah. Jameson, we're going to ignore it just for the sake of trying to be different from the last one. So it's kind of yeah. the same thing. I was actually thinking halfway through, even as someone who's not like a huge Hellboy fan, I'm like, you know, isn't Abe Sapien like a bit more crucial to like Hellboy than than yeah. what this movie's like pretending? And of course it ends with a tease where they find Abe Sapien. That's, yeah. that's the sequel which, tease. Which I like. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. For yeah. the sequel we're never going to get, just for the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't don't here's... count it out yet. Tim, did you see how much I, it made got... this weekend? Yeah, but I ain't done seeing it yet. <laughs> I got some more tickets to buy. Okay, here's so here, here's my other thing. So Hellboy is the great 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 many great grandson of King Arthur. Yes. That everyone knows that. Oh, okay, everybody knows that. <laughs> so I wanted. If they were going to do that, I felt like they needed to seed it a little more because it, it once they go and meet Merlin, I'm just like, wait, yeah, I hate there's all no seeding. There's no seeding. And I love Arthurian legend. And that's why I said Connor needs to see this because he's a sucker for Arthurian legend, yeah. you know? And I was just like, ah, oh, he pulls out the flaming sword and it looks cool and all, mm-hmm. but like, and then that whole scene, so they, they go and they find Merlin, and Merlin's like, you have to pull the sword. Whose side is Merlin on? Because, like, if he's telling him he has to pull the sword to defeat the Blood Queen, but if he pulls the sword, he also brings about the end of everything. Is he really defeating the Blood Queen? Because that's how I read that, that scene. 
That's a good question. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. I'm not honestly. I, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> um... <laughs> so, that, that's kind of silly. That, that said, as soon as Marlon started talking, I was like, "Oh, that's a Gleason." I didn't know there was that many of them. <laughs> you know, you know. So it's one you know of what's Brennan Gleason's sons. Um, it... You know what's pretty funny is uh, there's this uh, podcast called uh, Best Movies Never Made. Yeah. Uh, which is a relatively new podcast, and basically they talk about like scripts that uh, never actually ended up getting made. And they had Neil Marshall on, uh, and he's talking about a lot of different projects. But the main focus was he was talking about this uh, like Arthur movie that he you know wanted to make <laughs> that never ended up happening. Uh, so it was just really funny that I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, man, I guess he finally got to make his movie. Yeah, after this all. makes a lot more sense now. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 like, all this stuff yeah. was just so high concept and, like, tying him into a theory and legend. I, I mean, yeah. is, is that a thing from the comics? Like, does he... Is he oh, a uh, 100%. Okay, yeah. but yeah. here's the thing. I'm assuming that in the comics, though, they spend time building up who his human mother yes. is and then spend time building up to the fact that she's a descendant of, like, King Arthur. Like, Arthur. Or, or maybe uh, the other way around. I don't know, like... But no, actually, you'd be surprised. It is kind of comes out of left field. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, I, I probably I'll probably but won't like, like that in the comics like, either. But I just it really. But again, though, like when you, it, I mean, it's hard to describe. But when you read the comic, it is like it, it is like a crazy idea. But it definitely does like Ooh, it. It, that... it prepares you more than it does in this. Yeah. When I read the comic, they made a big deal about how Arthur, you know, his son Mordred kills him, right? And he's this, you know, half witch person, and then that line ends up creating witches, right? So it's not this noble line of kings that they would have you believe Arthur is mm. the, you know, uh, ancestor for. So it makes mm. sense in the comic, at least from what I read in the wiki, that he's a descendant of these these witches down the line, and of course he ends up becoming the hell spawn that becomes the destroyer mm. of all things, you know. This completely yeah. whiffs on it, and I was like, oh, Hellboy's mom's a a, a mortal woman. Shit, I had no clue on yeah. that one. There yeah. was like a yeah, there was a I don't even know if it was a full issue. I mean, it Hell, might have just been like Hellboy's basically a raven, let's just admit it. Well that's kind of, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, like, it's Trigon with the Earth Woman. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Except yeah. But um what are some other things? So I, I like the idea of Alice being able to punch the souls out of things. Like, yeah. but again, that was a little bit Deus Ex Machina. It was just out of nowhere. Like, yeah. I, I, I would say this would probably be like the biggest change from the comics because yeah. Alice is in the comics, and uh, yes, she does. She is that whole thing with the you know being a baby and right. having changed the switch out, which, which I like. Yeah. yeah. That's from the corpse, which is like just it's just a one shot, but it's like one of the best right. like Hellboy stories ever. Well, that's, but um. So- yeah, that's the folklore stuff I was talking about because I was familiar with that from, from you know, deep diving on the Brave and the Bold, the Liam Sharp, Batman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, you know, so learning about Celtic mythology oh. and about changelings and stuff. So that came up. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is the type of Hellboy I want. Him showing yeah. up for these, you know, one-off type things, yeah. you know. Um, but and yeah, that... and then her her being able to punch the souls out of zombies, I was like, yeah, that's. Huh. <laughs> Yeah. That's totally new, but to be honest, I'm not like I'm not against it. Like it's no, like, I, I, I just, thought she was a likable enough character, but it is yeah, kind of funny just, when they do it because she like she yeah. she says something stupid like like she's just like I guess I got powers now or something like, <laughs> yeah. like something like really crazy. I, like I, the problem with Alice for me is that like, I could see what they were trying to do with her, and I thought like I can see how this is supposed to be likable, but it felt like. I don't know. It felt like again going through this motion of like it's the same with the whole, the whole Arthur thing. Like every time I went to these flashbacks, it felt like just any other generic movie that wants to have the you know you know how like, Tim and horror movies like sometimes they'll do the flashback near the start of like, explaining the backstory of the the, the the horror villain or the ghost or mm-hmm. or whatever you know the start of yeah. like the fact the movies that we've got up for vote for the next uh, Patreon pick. Like I'm pretty sure like at least three of those start <laughs> with a flashback like this. Yeah, and it right. just it made me think of that, and I was just like ah oh, similar thing and. Like I want to like Alice, I really do. Like I, you know, Alice is supposed to be the likable, quirky one that's got got the smart mouth. You know, Daniel Day Kim's character is supposed to be kind of the the tough asshole, but by the end Rough. of the movie, he bonds yeah. with you know the main character. Yeah. That's supposed to be what these characters are. I can I can see the archetypes, but they just feel a little bit off, and it just yeah. wasn't quite clicking for me. But um, can, yeah, can we talk about how like we, we we jump forward like six months at the end of the movie, and there's a scene <laughs> where they, they end of the, the fight Abe Sapien uh, in his tank, but. 
the, mo- the, the scenes like an action scene set to kickstart my heart where the three of them who are now a team for the BPRD are just going through the room and it's like a one art of them just like taking all these bad guys out and I'm like damn Alice learned to like fight and shoot in like six months yo she's got magic brass knuckles now that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said I love that scene like it's it's yeah. cotton candy though there's no substance to it but it's it's amazing. Here's the thing. Like, it gives you a sugar high. Here's the thing. So see if the rest of the movie had been good and I cared about their bond, like I cared about them becoming a team true. over the course of the movie, That's fair. I would have loved this scene. But because they didn't do that, because it, you know yeah. it wasn't like a, I don't know, pick a movie where a, a, a ragtag group of characters become a, yeah. a family or a team, like you know it wasn't. Fast and the that. Furious. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's good. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I, I I guess because of Steam, I'm thinking of Uncharted, but I mean, that, you know, that's obviously a video game. Yeah, but... I haven't played those yet. Spoilers, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. The three main characters who are together through all four games. 15. They've been out for 15 years. It's my fault. It's still. I want to go through that journey. Uh, yeah, so I, mean, I, I like that. I think you might be asking for too much because, I mean, it, if you you get to the end of the movie and you're still having, like, did you not see the rest of the movie? <laughs> like, this this movie is, like, crazy <laughs> like you gotta oh, get on board shit. with it quick man <laughs> shut up Timmy. no no seriously though like like if i if i cared about their bond if i was like no like even even if i had problems with the plot if i cared about their connection if i cared about them it's kind of like uh like stephen king's it right that movie's plot and the, the actual horror elements are kind of weak sauce but i like that movie because i cared about the kids and their bond because yeah. they, they felt like a group of kids who were together and stuck up for each other and yeah if That's I had fair. gotten that kind of feeling with these three characters, where there are these three misfits, I guess this is—I'm you know, thinking of Doom Patrol. I'm thinking of um, just any superhero show. God, where... You got such a boner for that show. It's just it's the most because on right now, but like, <laughs> but in that show specifically, they are misfits. They are kind of like you know, Robot Man's not yeah. dissimilar to Hellboy in some aspects and his attitude. You know, yeah. I, I can almost hear Brendan Fraser saying "What the f?" coming out of Hellboy's mouth. Like, it works. And... I will say. Hellboy was life goals to be grumpy. Like, that dude oh, yeah. does it well. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, well, that, but yeah. like, that's like the whole thing with the character is I kind of like that he he's this guy that has this big destiny, uh, but, like, he's just constantly, like, he doesn't care about it, but he's just constantly thrust in these situations, and his, basically, general reaction to everything is just like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know, I love that. It's, it's the sigh, it's the... Yeah, <sighs> yeah, he's just tired. Yeah. I relate to that so much. Also, I didn't notice they took out his cat affection in this movie. There was no cat. Yeah, or pancakes for that matter. Yeah, the, it, uh, well, to be fair, the the whole cat thing it was never from the comics. That was a GDT oh, thing. Uh, that's a GDT and Ron Perlman thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I almost preferred this Hellboy though to Ron Perlman's version. Ron Perlman's pretty good, but I feel like. He's the more put upon type. Tim's got a pet name for his favorite director. He's like GTT. Oh, everyone refers to him that way. That's a total. Not not out loud. That's how you write it down. You don't say it out loud. Oh, I do. (laughs) He's one of the type that I would love to sit and talk to him more than watch his movies. You know, Mm. I I like the majority of the ones I see. That's what I said to me, Matt. You've stolen that from me. I said that before. Yeah, I know, but like, I'll, but I'll, I'll watch his movies more than you. Like when he has sure. a new one come out, I'll, I don't I'll like. Go see I don't it. really like his so movies, cool. but I like how, as a person. GDT, if I'm using that yes. phrase, uh, seems like a really enthusiastic guy that I think like, I, I could talk to for hours. But I, I, I feel like, like him and Ryan Gosling both milked Disney out of a free trip to <laughs> Disneyland because they said they wanted to work on a haunted mansion movie, uh-huh. and then they just never delivered on it. They're just like, yeah, no, we, we don't want to do it I, now. I'm I'm assuming I'm probably the only one that has a GDT action figure. Yes. That Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Where can I get one? I don't be serious. Um, I can tell you serious. It's from uh it was from NECA. It was a Comic Con exclusive last Damn. year. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like uh if it's more available now, but <laughs> I'll I'll show it to you. To look. <laughs> yeah. But uh but yeah, so that was those are those are my main thoughts. I had it. Oh, Lobster Johnson. Yes. <laughs> I was not expecting that. And I only have a, a brief... You know, I know he hates Nazis and he punches people. Good for me. So that scene where he shows up and it's just at Thomas Hayden Church overdoing yeah. everything. I'm, I'm there for that. Yeah. And he, the, did you stay yeah. for the post-credit, Pete? 
Nah, as soon as the credits started rolling, I was like, I don't care if there's a post credits, okay. I'm leaving. So uh, how I how I realized <laughs> there's a post credit is my theater didn't turn the lights back up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh-huh. I better stay. And then there's this post credit where Hellboy's getting drunk at his dad's grave, and Lobster Johnson shows up, and Hellboy <laughs> fanboys out, and I just. I loved it because he's, he tries to snap himself up into being a presentable being, you know, and, and yeah. Lobster Johnson's like, stop, stop crying. Your dad wouldn't want you to do this tough enough. He's like, can, can I see the claw? You know, <laughs> and then it ends up being Lobster Johnson's ghost and he walks through. Yeah. Him, and know? that's, that's so great. It's just like from the, yeah. when he was first introduced in the Conqueror Worm, like, you know, mm-hmm. like not everyone believes that Lobster Johnson is real, but, uh, yeah. you know, like Hellboy, because he's like a comic book character, and but like Hellboy is the one that was like, no, he's real, he exists, and so like I love that they, yeah, they uh, keep that in that he's like just a huge fanboy of this guy. Okay, that was great. Now the Lobster stuff was fun, but I will say I did think the flashback to like Hellboy's like a, you know origin, if you will, yeah, uh, it did feel oddly kind of cheap because I, I could remember the, the the original version of this scene, mm-hmm. and I just I was like. This looks really cheap because because one of the Nazis now I, you know I'm a sucker for visors, Matt. You, you know I do. Yes. I'm a visors, and one of the yeah. one of the Nazis has got this fuck? this red and blue, like you know almost like old school. No, no, they're old school 3D. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was like goggles yeah. though. It was like thick goggles, yeah. but they looked really cheap. Like I thought, nah, they, yeah. they could look better. It just you know, there was little things yeah, yeah. like that that took me out of it. I was like, this looks a bit, you know. Is that the only thing you thought? Not the only thing, no. Um, but yeah, those are all my talking Wait, points. What does this, this mean, this pop? What, what do you mean when you pop for something? So, what, what so that? that's, it's a term for wrestling. It's when something <laughs> cool happens and you have a physical reaction and you're just like, yeah. yeah. So, it's basically like yeah. a, a nerd out moment or a cheering moment yeah. for yourself. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was like an erection thing. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you know, comprisable sometimes, you know. You know, when, when Johnny Gargano hits the Gargano escape, I'm going to say there might be more than one type of pop going on, you know? So, <laughs> so how was the, how was the wrestling in the beginning? Was that, uh, it's, you know, well? I feel like, you know, Guillermo del Toro, I felt would have directed it better. Cause he loves wrestling. Yeah. Like play two, you know? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. it was fine. I just felt like, um, they got the Lucha stuff pretty well. I, I wanted to see who was the Lucha coordinator, but yeah. they, they let, we'll use a wrestling term. They booked Hellboy like a big lumbering guy he was very, you know, I don't want to say Andre esque, but that's was that was his move set. Um, but it, I mean, it's pretty good. I want a movie of that. Like you give me Lucha Vampires, and yeah. I'm so there. So I, I would be all over that. I like the. I... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I, I was just gonna. Another kind of thing. I was just gonna pivot uh, to is gonna yeah ask how you thought about someone like the some of the comedy in it, like, you know, the jokes, the one-liners, because normally this is a lot of stuff that I would kind of, you know, roll my eyes out, but it because everything in this movie was so dumb and cheesy and over-the-top, like, it, it, you know, just worked for me. Like, I was laughing yeah. at a lot of stuff, like, probably not the way that it's intended to be laughed at, but, uh, again, like, I saw this with a couple of my friends, and, you know, we were just constantly, like, laughing and looking at each other, like, you know, throughout the whole movie. But then there's some like really bad <laughs> puns in this movie, especially the ending. Yeah. Remind me. <laughs> he uh, he's throwing a you know her head into like the the pit of hell and uh, yeah. <clears throat> what does he say like uh, like don't get ahead of yourself. Yep. <laughs> That's an Austin Powers joke. <laughs> it's 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 very Vader in Rogue One. Don't choke on your yeah. emotions. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> but I preferred it to Hell. I preferred Hellboy because Hellboy's the type of person to make that lame joke. <laughs> Actually, a, a a joke that I like legitimately laughed at is when he you know was uh you know uh just wrecked after you know Esteban got killed and he was just getting drunk yep. in Mexico and and they come and they're like Hellboy and he's like no I'm Josh but people mix us yeah. up all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good joke. Yeah, I see, and I felt like I wanted to care, like Hellboy caring over his buddy that died in Mexico. Yeah. I felt was the most he cared about, even his dad, yeah. his new team members. So I know, like, it's almost there, and it's still yeah. You know? Like the, I think that they really wanted the dad relationship to kind of be the crux of the movie, which yeah. I feel like the scenes we get like are good, but I feel like that maybe 
maybe like like Pete was saying that if he saved it for like a second or third movie, yeah. it maybe would have had more weight because it feels like we didn't get enough like backstory into how their relationship has been throughout yeah. the years to really fully embrace yeah. that. There's, there's yeah. not a lot of it there. It, it kind of pretends no. there is, but there isn't. It's, it's yeah. because because even with his friend in Mexico, his dad sets him up. He's like, he's not your friend. He's just someone you get drunk with. And yeah. that was like, yeah, that's a friend. Like, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> You know, that has more setup, but yeah. Or a bath so, bartender. You know, yeah. So, yeah. anyway. And, uh, uh, and uh, like, the, yeah, the... And then, uh, yeah, the, the other stuff, like, I really liked, again, was, like, the... Kind of, like, the, the really crazy, like, you know, lore kind of stuff out there. Like, I really liked all the Baba Yaga stuff. Like, that was, like... Yeah. Like, to me, it seems like that's what I was expecting more when they were getting at that, like, oh, we're going to do an R-rated horror-filled movie. I was like, oh, this is, like, a, a creepy scene. Like, I, I think... Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, Baba could have looked a, a little better, but I did like the way she, you know, like, moved and the stuff. Was very, stuff. Like, and it was yeah. unsettling. Uh, when I saw the house on chicken feet, I was like, oh, yeah. Baba Yaga? <laughs> like, because, again, folklore. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, for, for me, like, I, I, I mentioned this earlier, but just to go into more detail now, we're in spoilers, is the... Uh, when the hell's opening up and these giant monsters come out and like they're just stepping oh. on people, uh, they're they're, they're oh, biting right. people in half. They're just you know yeah. one one guy or one let's say one guy one monster. He basically impales a guy on his own spike in his chest. He just goes like, yeah. Yeah. and then and you know, then throws him to the side. There, there's like one that's walking that like just has like tons of people. Like it, it's a like a quick shot, I'm but still. you just see, yeah, yeah, and it's like they're just all impaled on. It's yeah. uh. <clears throat> and again like this is this is just the kind of thing that like normally i would not be like yeah for the, this kind of stuff but I, I mean at that point in the movie i'm just like you know what do it like go big like just be as crazy ridiculous uh, as you well, want i, I kind of like because it made me think of uh the mist bizarrely like just the way these things were walking around or the ritual like when you finally see that oh, yeah. oh sure yeah the ritual, yeah. That. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um, and, and I was kind of into that, but I mean, at this point, it was too little, too late. Like, like you know, at this yeah. point, I was already like yeah. out. But yeah. you know, that's what it is. I I suppose we should get to ratings. And uh, yeah, well, wait before oh. well, one last thing before we do that though, uh, uh, Matt, did you stay for the the final final credit? Oh, scene? I I did, and I know yeah. enough about Hellboy that I know who that's supposed to be. Okay, nice. So, What's the final yeah, final yeah, credit scene? What did I miss? <clears throat> so, so you know so. You see uh, Baba Yaga is talking to someone uh, that you don't know who it is, but uh, she's basically, like, saying, like, oh, like, I want you to track Hellboy down, so, you know, because I, you know, need to get my eye, and if you do, I'll give you the, you know, freedom you You deserve and finally kill you. (laughs) Um, You'll finally get to die. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just a very cool, like, nod to the comics, because uh, I think it's safe to assume she's speaking to, again, not sure how to pronounce this, but I think a Koshi. It's like K-O-S-C-H-E-I. Oh. Shoot, I thought it was Rasputin. Because <laughs> he can oh, no. oh, no, 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 Because, uh, so, oh, yeah, this guy, uh, and again, it's another person that appears in... Um, forget if it's darkness calls or wild hunt but it it was one of those but he is basically like this kick-ass warrior who is granted immortality yeah and then uh so like baba yaga she takes his (laughs) she takes his soul and puts it in uh so I, i think yeah she puts it in an egg inside a duck inside a it so a, it says here from, from the folklore he has hidden his soul nested inside objects usually in a needle which is in an egg which is then in a duck or other things so yeah. so he's a, his soul's in a russian nesting doll yeah and so eventually it ends up being inside a goat and then only she knows where the goat is so he can't die and then but uh, it, it was just really cool. I, I like the character a lot, and it would be uh, very awesome for the sequel, which will come out. Holy crap! Soon. Yeah, I gotta start reading these books, man, because I just read that, yeah. and that is. Tim, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that sequel ain't happening. I... <laughs> okay, you you want to bet on it? <laughs> we can bet on it. I'll, I will happily bet right. on it. All right, what do you want to bet? Your life? <laughs> Tim, don't do it. Don't do it, Tim. Let me be the voice of reason here. 
Tim, well, my friend, it opened, my friend brought up it. <laughs> it opened at $12 million at number three. It's done. Let's uh, get a sequel. All right. I'm so, I'm sorry, Mr. Moneybags. I guess $12 million but, is not a lot to you, but to me, that is a lot. For, for a movie, though, Timmy. For a movie, yeah. For a movie, that's bad. That's, like, <laughs> that's not even like a quarter of its budget. Well, we'll see. I it could have it, a it long could running time. In Europe where, where, judging from the credits, a lot of this movie was worked on, and they might yeah. love it. You know? And again, <laughs> Pete, I don't think you understand how many more times I'm going to go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. What are we rating? Uh, yeah, go on, Tim. What are you rating it? <laughs> uh no i don't remember <laughs> what i was gonna say <laughs> okay uh, is my tim. cat dis- that distracted come on tim what are you rating yeah. what i can't i'm sorry the internet keeps cutting out what oh, are you saying rating rate out of 10 oh, rating oh, rating rating sorry 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 <laughs> um so i mean obviously like i don't think this is a movie you can kind of you know, look at like critically. I mean, obviously you can, but it's just going to be like a, like <laughs> oh, a super I will. Oh, I will, Tim. Don't you worry. <laughs> I mean, like on a, on a technicality level, I think that it would probably be like in the three-ish region, but I do have my rule, you know, of course, which is if Hellboy's in the movie, that's an automatic three points. So that's going to bump it up a little <laughs> bit. And then I got to... you know, I got to factor in <sighs> my enjoyment factor, which I would be lying if I said I did not have a gigantic a, I, I think as pete put it ass-eating smile the whole time in during the movie yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, so <laughs> that was time <laughs> we'll, we'll see on the playback but so i mean just the sheer enjoyment and laughter and stuff i got from it you know it's gonna add at least you know two points so uh and you know i'll, I'll give it a straight eight you know not as good as the, the other ones but <laughs> i love how i love how he admitted it was a three and then added on five points somehow <laughs> Ma, yeah, we all thought Rasputin was the mad monk but it's really Timmy <laughs> Timmy's the true mad monk yeah baby five stars letterbox follow me which by the way uh, that, that is like a, the same score you gave to the boy the, the recent uh, horror film which was terrible uh, them I gotta movie. say whoever runs the screams after midnight twitter gave me quite a laugh on on one of my uh, hockey tweets the other night, uh, where I yelled "Shorty number two and they responded, "Yes, I too am excited for the boy too." Um, I laughed for five minutes. I kid you not. One guess, one guess as to which one of us, because obviously me and Tim are both on that that Twitter account. One guess as to which one wrote that tweet. Yeah, <laughs> it's Pete. Duh. Oh, yes, yeah, obviously. obviously. I, I love oh, when like oh. Pete feels the need to like defend himself. Like he he'll come on and be like, I didn't write that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so if I'm rating it, uh, and Tim was only going to give it a three, how could I justify anything higher than that? But I, I gave it. I, I too. I, no, I know, but you know, <laughs> that's because of your your Hellboy bias. But I'm I'm gonna you know my grading system's all over the place anyways. So I, I'm gonna give it a four point five because I had enough time, enough of a good time. But it's a mess. I don't. I'm not recommending this to a ton of people, you know. So you know, I'm going to give it an actual three out of ten. No yeah. caveats. No 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 qualifiers. No like here's some bonus points. Three out yep. of ten. <laughs> Just a straight three. I'm doing some math on on this here. I think that comes out to about a seven point five <laughs> or, or so. <laughs> So not bad, not bad. Good outing for uh, for the old uh, old big red Let's HB. Let's um, average this out, which would be our our Rotten Tomato <laughs> score between the three of us. So so Pete gave it a three, I gave it a four point five. Tim gave it an eight. Yeah, yeah. Eh, let's bump it up to eight point five. I must come out to like a five or something like that. Maybe even a little bit less. It's a five point one, 5.1. Uh, average. So that's up fifty percent, which you so know. So that's not. Yeah, I mean that it's a lot better than whatever the nine. Yeah, I, I think that I think the, the critics are going a little bit too far with 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 the not liking it. But that, that yeah. I also can't blame them because again, I'm I mean, not recommending it to people. But, but here's the thing though: like nine yeah. percent just means that ninety percent of people rated it under a five, and that's yeah, I mean yeah. we all agreed that's, that's fair. Yeah. Like it, yeah, they could all be giving it a four and, out of ten, and that's not even that harsh for this movie. And, <laughs> right. 
And to be fair, I have actually have talked to like a, a decent amount of people because I mean, obviously, like you know, when you're known for something, like you know, everyone's been reaching out to me after they see the movie. But everyone I talked to, like, has pretty much had the same consensus, which is obviously not a good movie. But holy hell, did I have so much fun with it! Like, like everyone yeah. I talked to is like, yeah, it's very bad, very flawed. Uh, you know, I can give you a list of complaints like the size of a CVS receipt, but like. You know, at the end of the day, you can't help but be smiling and laughing at it. Uh, the, 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 the most I'm positive thing, the most positive thing I'll say is that that one review blurb on Rotten Tomatoes that compared it to an Uvi Ball movie. Um, I will say that that was a bit <laughs> harsh because it's not Uvi yeah. Ball bad. But no. sure, yeah, you know, that's, that's, my, that's that. my sentiment. Uh, but that that does uh, wrap up then our discussion on Hellboy uh, twenty nineteen. Uh, maybe if Tim is somehow the luckiest man on earth, we get a sequel to this in a couple of years. We'll we'll be back to talk about that. I never yeah. I never thought we would get this movie. So yeah, that's I true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so next time we have a gigawatts, it should be the same three people. It should be us, all three of us, uh, for Avengers Endgame in two weeks yeah, time. Buddy. If I can get Whatever tickets, <laughs> you can get tickets, Tibby. I, I have faith in you. Um, I every every showing at least for like Thursday and Friday have been sold out, but I'm still trying. <sighs> Sell happen. a kidney, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you could get that in a couple of weeks. That has been held by. Let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV. We can support us for as little as a dollar per month. You get some stuff early. You get some bonuses. Me and Tim do screams after midnight, the horror movie podcast, and there's a bonus episode of that once per month at the one dollar tier, as well as some other stuff. So go have a look. See, uh, Tim mentioned Letterbox. Where could what, what's your Letterbox, Tim? Where could people follow you um, on Letterbox? I think it's at Tim Vargulish. Everything is either at Tim Vargulish or T Vargulish, so yeah. try one of those. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm at Wibble89 on uh, Letterboxd and Twitter as well, of course, uh, which is on the screen. So, uh, but that is that is uh, that is us. So, uh, yeah, get us on uh, Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So, thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching movies, guys. And if you can get it, it's always nice to have diplomatic immunity.